Ratio Podcast. I am Jen, GR Mom, joined as always by GR Dad. Hi. How's it going, dear Dad? Fine. Excellent. Yep. <laughs> You're a little terse tonight. I'm trying not to breathe into the mic. Because oh. <laughs> <sighs> it's unprofessional. <laughs> uh, yeah. The cocktail of the week. We're still doing dry January. Not me. No. Sorry. Uh, we're sharing dry January cocktails. Mm. I, uh, I will have dry January cocktails and enjoy them. Yes. You have had many of them. They're delish. You didn't have today's, which was the blueberry soda. I made blueberry syrup and then put that with some club soda. It looked purple. That's because blueberries are kind of purple. That actually. makes no sense to me. <laughs> uh, so yeah, if you're not following along, come to Twitter and uh, or you can go to the golden ratio for blogspot.com where I have a daily non-alcoholic cocktail. <clears throat> there's a lot of tropical ones. There's some shrubs. There's some syrups. There's all kinds of stuff. You own social media. Yeah, I do. You have more sites and blogs and things than a lot of people. I have a PhD in the internet, so. Those aren't easy to get. No, it takes a long time. Uh, tomorrow's is going to be the Virgin Pina Colada, which is just such a good, it's just like a smoothie. It's pine, frozen pineapple and cream of coconut, which is like sugary coconut milk. Delish. It's really easy. Just toss that stuff in a blender and you got a little smoothie and it's extremely tasty. I think it's really good to ward off colds, which means it's kind of a waste in tropical climates, but great for the winter time for most of our listeners. It'll make you feel like you're in a tropical paradise. Sorry, Midwest. Yeah, get yourself some frozen pineapple and... Wait, even D.C. was shut down or has been shut down. So have a freaking pina colada and ward off colds. Or just catch a flight down to Key West. There's direct flights from Chicago, Newark, D.C., Dallas. And then have a pina colada. (laughs) And then you can have a pina colada. Virgin or otherwise. All right, so we have a couple things to talk about this week. Uh, we have five dogs to talk about. How is Queso? Awesome. <laughs> She's awesome. She you awesome. know she is. Do you want to segue into this? Because it's freaking awesome. Queso is topic number one, actually. Oh, so, of course she is. <laughs> she is so awesome. Uh, so, I had done an update while you were in Germany. So, we've released a podcast since my update but it was pre-recorded. So this is the first time you and I are talking on the podcast. Oh my God, I am temporally displaced now. Yes, yes. You are the, I am the time traveler's am wife. Am I in December now or <laughs> is it already 2020? So, uh, Queso is awesome, but as I mentioned in like the brief update, I brought her to the vet because she was just like not feeling good. She wasn't eating well. Uh, her kidney disease has advanced. So she's at level three. So she's, not anywhere near in her levels what Riley was at the end, uh, but that's not good. So that's a thing. Uh, and then she also had a really serious urinary tract infection. That is pretty much better. We're, she's still on the antibiotics, but they gave her two full weeks of antibiotics. Uh, she feels a lot better. I think we should keep her on care. antibiotics forever. I'm, I'm not sure that that would fix It makes her stronger. Anything. <laughs> uh but yeah, so she, f- so the day I did the last kind of mini update, we started her on the antibiotics. She feels so much better. She is like more active and you can just tell oh my like, God, she, she came into the bedroom this morning. This is like big 
freaking news. Yeah, I think there's a few things going on. So obviously, like her urinary tract infection was really serious, which is interesting Ugh. because like she didn't have the normal symptoms where she's like peeing a lot or straining to pee, but uh, it was apparently like quite severe. She's very stoic. Yes, I mean, lo- lots of dogs are in general, and especially golden. So, um, so that's better. They also gave her Galaprant, which is a arthritis medication for dogs. And that has really helped her a lot. I think she feels a lot better with her. She has really bad arthritis in her back, which makes it hard for her to stand up. And she's still not great at standing up, but she's better at it. And is it called t- queso gallop? Right. <laughs> that's because a- she was galloping the other <sighs> day when a you dad joke. <laughs> Look, the nicest thing I've ever heard recently was when you like allowed queso to do a fake escape where you were like, I'm going to make her believe she's sneaking out, but I'm going to super supervise it. I'm going to be carefully yeah. following her, but I'm going to leave the gate open and like wander away and look like I'm not looking. And she thought she was escaping and she like ran up she the street. She loved it so much. She thought it was super exciting. Yeah. And, and it's like, that was a case of gallop and that was sure pretty was. awesome. Yeah. yeah that great. was like super nice of you to be like, <laughs> case, I'm going to allow you to believe that you're having a super exciting adventure, but it's carefully supervised. Yeah. But I'm right here and I have a leash <laughs> and I like, will grab right you. <laughs> yeah. But it's great. Like for her, it was like, oh my God. Oh, the gate is open. I'm out in the world. This yeah, is the best. It's true. It makes her very happy. Uh, so yeah, she she got the little escapo. She we've done a couple of those controlled escapos where she thinks she's just sneaking <laughs> out, and I'm like right behind You're her, like following two her around. Steps behind yeah. her, but she's not that aware. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and then we also when Swizzle came to us, uh, they had her her vet had put her on uh, Bright Mind Purina Bright Mind food which is supposed to improve cognitive function and make dogs more engaged and whatever. And so we've been feeding most of the dogs, except Vink, who's still on the diet food, a mix of the Bright Mind and then a kind of joint supplement food. And I think that's sort of helping Queso. Now she, she her appetite is still not great, and so she's eating a lot of chicken and rice with supplements. But uh, I think... All of that, like obviously fixing the urinary tract infection, but also having the arthritis meds and having the good food. I think all of that's really helping her. I mean, it's remarkable how she, much she's more almost she bouncy is. compared to what she was before. She, I mean, she sleeps a lot these days. Sure. Uh, but like today, even when we were kind of out on the front porch, your dad stopped dusting. Sorry, 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 <laughs> sorry. It was noticeable. Uh, when we were out on the front porch, like she was trying to get Vink to play a little bit. Wow. Even. Yeah, she didn't bork at her, but oh. she was kind of pushing her nose up face chomps with Vink again. That would be total regression. That would be like two years back. Yeah. Uh, so she she really went from like, she's just kind of laying there. She doesn't seem like she feels all that great uh, to like now she's, she's doing a ton better. I mean, the UTI must have really knocked her back. Ugh. I think she felt terrible i used to get those chronically when i was a kid i mean i just had them all the time eventually had to have surgery for it and i just remember like you know up until third grade i was just miserable all the time like they're so painful and you feel so bad uh so i i feel her that's terrible so just making that better probably would have made her more chipper but for sure but i mean it is there's a lot of things happening that are good with 
with queso. And now she has 70 months left. Yeah. Except that she has a mass on her spleen, I know. Uh, which is probably a hemangiosarcoma and there's nothing to do about it. Um, we can't do surgery on her. Even if we did, it doesn't really get them much. I mean, if you do surgery on a, a tumor like that, it generally gives them like two or three months and she has kidney failure. So you wouldn't want to put her under anesthetic anyway. So there's nothing to do. Uh, you know, we're just keeping an eye on it. I don't think we want to limit her to two or three months. I mean, I think let's not give the surgery and we, she keeps her 70 months. <laughs> 70 months. Uh, That's what I remember the doctor saying is 70 months. Yeah. That was like three years ago. I think it's, I think that was gospel though. You remember that incorrectly. Well, but it's the keeps me going here. Yep. Uh, but in any case, she does. 2019 was a shitty year, and <laughs> we were were quesos. We're holding on to queso. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, we lost two dogs in 2019, and I'm afraid that we might lose two dogs in 2020 with queso and jasmine. I lost three dogs. You lost three. Buttercup is topic number two of the oh, podcast. Oh, look at the segue that I'm I sorry. didn't even know I was getting to. Yeah. So poor Buttercup died, uh, which I I posted about on social media, but, uh, you know, this is really your story, so maybe I'll let you tell it. Oh, no. I was in Germany, and she died, like, in but you her were, sleep at home. You were home, like, the day before. Yeah. She uh, saw me and wagged, and I petted her for a, a whole day. And then I had to go to Germany, and then a day and a half later, she just laid down and fell asleep and didn't wake up. Yeah. So, uh, Dad's ex has Buttercup, and, uh, and GR Dad was home, like, for one day in D.C. before yeah. going to Germany, and uh, she had called and been like, I think it might be time. And uh, so it was, it just was, like, total coincidence that you happened to be there, and you all went to the vet, right? Yeah, we went to the vet, and the vet's like, oh, you know, it's, well, we'll see, you know, we'll give her a cortisone shot, and she she might feel better because it'll relieve some of the pressure, but basically there's something in her brain, whether it's a tumor or Mm -hmm. something, or a stroke, or an old stroke. Um, Because she'd been having some vestibular disease issues, too. Vestibular disease, but she's also kind of having semi-seizures, and like not really having... She was real shaky for some reason, like twitchy, like like yeah. shuddery, like you're, yeah, mm-hmm. like you're cold. But yeah. but she wasn't. Uh, so one thing led to another. That the cortisone shot seemed to help, where she was able to be more comfortable and sleep. But then, you know, she just kind of fell asleep and didn't wake up. Yeah. So I mean, you thought you were going out there, and that the vet might put her down. Yeah. Um, yeah, but he kind of didn't wasn't receptive to that, and so. Yeah. I guess it took care of itself. She was a great. No. It's good that you were, you happened to yeah. be there at the time and got to see her at the end. Yeah, very little good about any of this, though. No, that's true. Uh, and she was 14, so she was, I mean, she was kind of a lab boxer, other thing. Wiener dog. Wiener dog. Come on, let's say she it. She was Wiener one dog. quarter lab, one quarter boxer, one quarter wiener dog, and one quarter... Other. She was like a 70-pound wiener dog, which is She didn't look like a mix. wiener dog. She looked like a, a lab mix. I think she felt like a wiener dog. <laughs> She's like a giant, long-legged wiener dog. Well, she was a, a very good dog. <laughs> she and, was a great uh, bed sleeper, and she was oh, a great she's dog. The best bed sleeper. She'd just get up there and snuggle in, and she wouldn't get up and demand stuff in the middle of the night. No, she just really was a good dog. Of course, 
So many are good dogs. Yeah, she was great. So we have, uh, Jared dad had bought Buttercup like a special orthopedic, like super fancy bed at one point. So that's here at our house. Like we brought that here when we moved and. Bing sometimes sleeps in it. Swizz likes it too. Actually yeah. hops, they all kind of rotate in there. It's good. Um, Makes me feel better. And, uh, and credit to your ex, like she gave you half of Buttercup's ashes, which is really nice. Yep. Uh, yep, yep. It's with the other, with, with the other. With our unfortunately large collection of sad dog remains cabinet. Yeah. in Maryland. Um, so yeah, sad about Buttercup. But so 2019 sucked. Yep. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, hopefully I'm wrong, but... Uh, you know, Jasmine doesn't have any obvious problems except the vestibular disease is really, she, like she has, she had her first bout and it wasn't that serious and she's kind of back to normal. But since the second bout, she's, she's still got a ton of problems. She's with, real. Unsteady. She's happy. She's real unsteady. She's, yeah, yeah. Unsteady. And, uh, she's like stands with her back legs way apart, like a tripod. Really wide. And she's always, I mean, it seems like she's always shaking. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but so, she gets wags and she tries to. She's very happy. Catch a fling and she's, yeah. you know, she'll. It she'll, doesn't bother her. She'll, if we don't watch it, she'll jump off the bed or she'll try to go down the stairs. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she's totally unaware or or is ignoring her lurchiness. She's Which just is like, good. I'm going to do what I always did. Cause, yeah. She feels fine for Life sure. Life can't do this to me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm worried about how we're going to come out of this year. And uh, on that note, so our rescue group in D.C. knows that we want another dog. And uh, I also have started reaching out to the rescue groups here in Florida, the Golden Rescue Groups. Um, there's a ton of them. <laughs> we're going to end up with like 10 dogs, oh aren't we? <laughs> we're done, aren't is, we? The, the, there are no rescue groups for the Keys because the Keys are like very big and very remote, but very few people down here. It wouldn't. There's no good central point to have a... Uh, like a shelter or a rescue group because everything's four hours away from each other. And there's just two, not that many dogs down here. Or not that many goldens down here, right? Yes, like, yes. Uh, there, are, there are lots of dogs. They're mostly small. Lots of people have dogs, but it's not like, you know, in D.C., I mean, I think our rescue group in D.C., they take in between two and 300 dogs a year. Yeah, um, it's high density. I mean, there's 100,000 people in, the, in all of the Keys and... Uh, you know, a lot yeah. of them are like temporary residents. Like there's, that's like four blocks in DC or something, yeah. it's something ridiculously disproportionate. Yeah. And like, they don't all have dogs and the ones who do like goldens are not the most popular dog down here. Like no. we see a few, but there's a lot of just all kinds of other dogs. Yeah. And I don't want to say they're just small dogs. There's big dogs too. There's all sorts of dogs, but very, but not very many goldens. It's rare to see a golden DC. There are there. a high density of goldens. Yeah. So, uh, so it doesn't, it would not make sense to have a golden rescue group in the Keys. And so there's like an East Coast Florida and a Gulf Coast Florida, and there's all these different ones. Uh, Southwest, Northwest, West, West Coast, yeah. West, Middle Coast, <laughs> South, Central North Florida, Coast, all of Central this. Florida, Middle so I've, Coast. I've talked to a bunch of them and, uh, and had some really good conversations and they're like, oh, 
we would love for you to foster some dogs for us. And, uh, and I'm like, I'm willing to drive up and get them. Like I know we're far out, but it's weird. Cause it's like, they, they're like, well, we don't really cover the keys. And it's like, nobody really covers the keys. And, uh, but like after talking to them, they're like, oh crap, you have five dogs and you fostered 20 dogs and you clearly, you know, we have a conversation for an hour and they're like, well, you clearly know what you're doing. So now you will foster the keys. Yeah. I am the golden rescue group of the keys. So, uh, they could do worse. Good for the keys. Yeah. No, they're, I mean, the conversations I've had have been great. And so, uh, hopefully we'll get some oh, dogs. I meant the dogs could do worse. Oh, the rescue people. Fine. They're going to be dogs. <laughs> can't do better than coming the to our dogs. House. Dogs will be, this is like dog heaven. It's true. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I was talking to the woman who runs one of the rescue groups she called this weekend and we talked for like an hour and, uh, she's like, you know, what kind of dogs? And I'm like, well, you know, we mostly do seniors and dogs with medical issues. She's like, you know, what kind of dog wouldn't you take? And I'm like, well, you know, and we've taken like the younger ones, like nine months in a year, like that's really hard because they're so rambunctious and our seniors aren't. They pee everywhere. (laughs) She's like, what do you think about a puppy? And I was like, I don't know. She's like a baby, like eight weeks. And I was like, I don't know. She's like, we had one come in and it didn't have any genitals. Like it was just gender neutral dog. It's like a Barbie. Yeah. And she's like, nobody, you know, the breeder, like nobody wanted to adopt it and the breeder didn't want it anywhere. They were going to get rid of it because it it was like gender neutral. I'm like, I would totally take that dog. Give me the gender neutral dog. Hairs like Like, super pop. That's what I said to her. I'm like, who cares like why does it matter what oh my god we could call, we could like. call it they them they and it would be like yeah. they we could like find a cool name that's like super oh in between genders it would be awesome it i would, would totally awesome. take a gender neutral dog yeah we call like, her like champ or sport hockey. or i don't know oh my god sparkle there's so I don't know. many <laughs> options yeah. uh so who knows, but she was really great and very excited to like have us kind of on a roster of people to potentially foster. So we'll see. You are the roster. I am. The, I am. And she said, she's like, if you find any goldens in the keys that are in need, you just go ahead and take them. And then you let me know. Oh, we've seen a few <laughs> and I think they're all in need. I mean, <laughs> they seem to have owners attached, but we can totally get them (laughs) (laughs) there are a few goldens in our neighborhood there's one down the street who like hopefully will come for a play date at some point the owners are old and can't catch us (laughs) uh and then i've met there's a pair somewhere like an older guy and and like a an older boy dog and then like a two-year-old that i've seen in my walks uh (laughs) they all seem extremely well loved and cared for though (laughs) easy to sneak into a car no i'm not gonna steal them Here's a bottle of rum. Look over there and then be like, oh, here come on, dogs. Man, I mean, if we needed to do that, we could just go like buy a golden. No, we have to steal steal them. them. I'm not. I would steal a dog that was like chained up and abused and neglected like Queso in her previous life. I would sneak out and steal her, but I'm not going to steal like a well-loved dog from. I don't know. That owner gave me like a sideways glance. (laughs) That's enough. That's no. All right. Fine, 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 fine. Only goldens in bad circumstances. There's enough of those that we don't need to go taking the ones out of good homes. I don't know. We're going to create some situations in the keys. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But I will. So our current kind of tentative plan is that um, the girls are going to be down in the keys until kind of mid-April 
and uh, I'll be back up in D.C. I got all kinds of travel coming up, but I'll be back up in D.C. sort of for the semester, but J.R. Dad will be with them down here, and I'll be back and forth. And then we're all going back up to D.C. mid-April until the end, the semester ends in May, so for like a month or so, depending. <laughs> Ooh, six months. Big. Six weeks. Northern maybe. relocation. Yeah, uh, but I will try to get us a another golden from our regular rescue group we're also thinking of buying an rv for the dogs we've we've started having conversations (laughs) that's topic three sorry sorry i I didn't have that on the list but it's interesting like i uh so like we're doing these drives back and forth and it, it would necessitate some changes in our car situation but we really only need one car down in the keys and two cars up in maryland so you rejected my trailer suggestion like (laughs) u-haul I mean, I don't know. Like, I'm not going to go sit in a U-Haul. I'm not going to put the dogs would put Vink in a U-Haul. Are you kidding? Little super compartment that's like nice and padded and smells good. No. I mean, I mean, then we just get an RV. So like, there we go. I am not into the RV life. Uh, It definitely is not my personality. But uh, when we do these 20 hour drives back and forth between the Keys and DC, like we stay at like random Airbnbs may as well like hook up for like sleepy times at a you know a place where we can park an rv yeah we don't enjoy like the ambiance of the places we stay anyway we might as well just stay in our place no the cabin that we stayed at was really nice um but that worked only when we were doing three-day drives and we've kind of switched to two-day drives 10 hours a day yeah we don't like go sightseeing around no like we get in at like 8 p.m we eat dinner we sleep and then we get up first before it's light out and leave. Um, and so, yeah, we're looking I had looked, there are like places that'll rent you an RV for a trip, but they don't have like pickup in DC and drop off in Key West. And so there's a question of, uh, the question is really, do we get an RV? So all the dogs can hang out in the back and like have their little beds and like, God, that'd be like, on one hand, that would be cool. <laughs> yeah, it would Very be. Very cool. Uh, that versus, do we just finish getting our pilot's license and buy a plane? I know. This is intermediate. I know. Yeah. But I just, look, the idea of being like, uh, we're driving down, right? It's like, you know, mm-hmm. four hours in and I'm driving and I go, hey, you just take the wheel. I'm going to go to the bathroom in the back. Yeah. That would be awesome. That would be so cool. That would cut our travel time by like half right there. No, that's true. Like somebody's driving and then it's like. (laughs) Oh, sorry. uh, I got an autopilot here. You you just watch the wheel for a sec. I mean, I think we could probably do a proper switch, but autopilot. The person that's not driving could be in the back, like snugging on the dogs and like making a sandwich. Totally making a sandwich. There's something real nice. So good. Really nice about Mm -hmm. that. So you could be like on all burners. You could be like making a burger. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. You got like refrigerator, and you got bathroom did i mention you could take a shower the while the bathroom like, is really while you're driving you take a shower really important yeah we could go so much faster we could do we it we would in, have to stop we could th- do it in a long day we could i think we could we'd I have mean, to stop and like let the dogs out every now and then but those 20 hours become more like 17 hours without all the stops with the dogs yeah and we could like have extra gas i mean i think yeah. those things probably have giant gas dear dad's more enthusiastic about me but you're talking me into it dude the idea of a self-contained unit in case of like 
Apocalypse is pretty good too, <laughs> man. We'd have to be, you know, self-contained and we have to have metal shutters. Oh yeah, we could like armor it. Well. I like that. Now you're talking, have you ever watched Stripes? Yeah. It's because of the like okay, urban assault like... vehicle. That was an RV. <laughs> okay, well, so that's a potential thing that might happen. But I admit intermediate to flying. Flying seven hours or whatever it might take, six oh my God, hours. It would be take. like four. <laughs> I don't Maybe think we'd five. not do in a Learjet. We'd be doing I know, 300 still. miles an hour, not 600 miles an hour. But it, yes, flying would be preferable, I guess. So I went to high school with this guy. Uh, his name is Rue Yori. Oh, he's cool. So He's, he's uh, very cool. He, he's, uh, he has levels of cool I aspire to, Rue. Yeah, good job. So, good job. <laughs> you may know him. Uh, he's been on American Ninja Warrior a few times. And uh, he rescues pit bulls. So he rescued one of Michael Vick's dogs. So cool. Yeah, there's a book about his dog Hector, who was a rescued pit bull that like he made a therapy dog, and they also won like the world like dog frisbee. frisbee. He teaches his pit bulls to like run and jump and catch frisbees. That is so amazing. Yeah. So he was like a pretty good friend of mine in high school. Like came to parties at my house and uh plus rue is a pretty cool name yeah i mean his actual name's andrew but he has <gasps> he has gone by rue since high school the ninja warriors said it was rue yeah and uh, so yeah any case it he he's got a has had a bunch of dogs at a time i don't know if he's had as many as we do but he bought an old ambulance and converted it to the dogulance and so it had like all these dog supplies and like little crates Damn for it. the dogs on the inside That's that was really cool, cool. the rv is in that direction yeah yeah i think he had like three dogs though so for five or six three dogs with frisbees <laughs> uh we'd probably need a little more space than that but uh i'm all in when we were little three dogs we could do with one car right the the difficulty is we don't have we, but we, we will never have three dogs no no i'm just saying that like having five dogs requires a lot more yeah than yeah, yeah. and, and yeah. you know our big high maintenance dogs require yeah, a lot more. Sure. anyway you were when, saying anyway when i was little we uh we drove around australia in a, in a vw bus mm-hmm. that was like four people in a camper mini you know vw your parents camper. and you and your brother yeah 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 but and the window cool. kept breaking that was probably like i think it was like at least three weeks maybe more <sighs> that we drove around yeah, the front window, because it wasn't paved up to Ayers Rock and North. So we kept someone, you know, a big truck would go by and kick up a big rock because of the... Yeah. Un, I mean, it's hard. I can't even imagine it being that unpaved, but it's it was just like loose rock. Yeah. <laughs> and it would kick up a rock and break the windshield. So we had probably three broken windshields in three weeks. Oh, my God. And my dad would put in this, like basically like reynolds wrap like the the plastic that you would stick in the doors on the side under the windshield wipers and i don't know how you attach it to the roof but it would be like just plastic that would take the space <laughs> the, the, would like emergency fill for a windshield it was cool yeah. anyway we all lived in a camper van that had no bathroom yeah, I, w I mean, I think if we're going to do this, we need bathroom. like kitchen and bathroom. Bathroom. Yeah. Not even kitchen as much. We could have a microwave. Microwave would be fine. Yeah. Refrigerator and microwave. Yeah. yeah. But we but had a, we had like, because everything we was, pee. propane was 
that was the, the you can do a lot of things with propane that you yeah. may not need, but you could have it. We, so we had like a, I'm probably a four burner range, maybe wow. at least two, but like the refrigerator ran off the propane and, but we didn't have a bathroom. The Which, bathroom's critical. I feel like we have to stop Australia every Australia was really empty. <laughs> I know, but that's the thing. Like, when we drive, I, I drink a lot of Diet Coke when we drive. I know. And we we have to stop, like, every hour because I'm like, I have to pee. I Me too. To Me too. Totally. Uh, no, totally. we're, we're like, well-coordinated with no, this. But, like, no having a bathroom in an RV, like, would save us so much time from mm. the stopping where it's just, like, every five hours we yeah. stop and let the dogs out. Be like an airplane where you hour. can just keep going. Yeah. Or a tour bus all right you're talking me into this we just get a tour bus if like anyone's big ass tour buses where it's just good like, rv for sale let us know like spinal tap or something like where everyone's like hanging out <laughs> in the tour bus there's a bathroom there's yeah. a driver and you just there's Kezo. you can go for like 33 hours from to la we just go to la <laughs> in our tour bus oh my god i won't drive that far uh i need a private hours. need a private jet if i'm going to la but yes Drive to Chicago one night. Yeah, I mean, I've done that drive it. Why don't we just once. hire a driver and then you and I can just go to the bathroom all the time? Then we need to have a. Dr- <laughs> then we need to deal with a driver. Dude, bands do it all the time. No. The band is getting back together, <laughs> and we need to have a tour bus. All right. All right, but enough about this. Yeah. So uh, everybody else is fine. There's nothing interesting to report. They're all great. They're all great. Vink's my baby. Yeah. Hopper's my girl. Yeah. Swizzle is integrating better and better. She's yep. adorable. Yeah. She can't hear shit, but she's, she's totally, she's totally <laughs> within that framework. She's very alert. Yeah. And uh, decides her own moments to bark, which is charming and loud. <laughs> Indeed. And everyone else is doing well. Yeah. Uh, you ready for the taste of the keys? Sure. I have two stories for this week. One is Keysman banned for life for fishing from Florida because of undersized lobster haul. Yes. This guy, man. He's from Marathon. This is a good thing that the Keys do. Ugh. He had a hundred undersized lobsters, along with out-of-season hogfish, undersized hogfish, improperly marked lobster buoys. When he was arrested on January 13th, 2018, he finally went to trial and he has been banned for life from fishing in the Keys because of all those undersized lobsters. They should put a lobster in his pants, <laughs> like a Maine lobster in his pants. I was going to say, our lobsters don't have claws, right. so, you know. Maine lobster in his <laughs> pants and just let him have handle that for 10 minutes. Yeah, well, now he's not allowed to fish anymore. Lobster in pants. <laughs> okay, he goes... Punishment is officially recognized. I think that seems turnabout is fair play. Uh, the other one, someone just sent me today from the Miami Herald, which I don't think we saw in Conk Life, and that is that... Uh, <laughs> Conk Life's investigative functions may be a little bit limited. I mean, I think they just get like the rep- the police reports. And I then... like Conk Life a lot. Yeah. So this one is from the Coast Guard, though. So here's the story from the Miami Herald. A man sped through the evening darkness in a boat off the Florida Keys, turning off his navigation lights to avoid attracting attention. Miami Vice. But all that effort had the opposite result, according to federal court documents. A Coast Guard cutter patrolling about nine nautical miles southeast of Key Largo spotted the 30-foot well craft around 7 p.m. on New Year's Day. 
The agency then launched one of its boats to find when out was what it? was on When was it? 7.30 p.m. on New Year's 7 Day? 7 p.m. on New Year's so, Day. Cl- so dark. It was dark, yeah. Yeah, full on dark. It gets dark around like 5.45, 6 o'clock here. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, so the Coast Guard like drops a boat off, goes up to this like guy's boat. Like a fast, mm-hmm. well-armed boat. Can we just pause here for a second and talk about our hockey friend, Mike? Sure. Okay. I mean, a little bit. It's all classified, but we can, you know, <laughs> I anonymously perhaps share some details. Man, one of the gr- greatest things about our hockey team that we played with for many years in dc is that there were some like amazing people on that team one of the like deputy secretaries of defense was on the team our team sucked but our teammates were epically great he was awesome so he was in charge of basically like all the medical stuff he was a brain surgeon he he was a brain surgeon. He had surgery like for a hockey injury at some point on his arm, and he insisted that he be awake so he could tell him what to do. Which <laughs> the surgeons must have freaking hated because he'd be like, "Oh, tug on that." No, no, no. Um, They're you like, got. Well, we can't quite get to it. He's like, "Make the scar bigger, then just yeah. cut it open." <laughs> Suture it later. I bet they were like, "Just go to sleep, son. Go to sleep." <laughs> Oh, he was a Navy SEAL. He was a Navy SEAL before he became a doctor. Amazing. Oh, my God. He was so cool. He did a... We did a video for the Department of Defense that we filmed with the St. Louis Blues because he knew some guy who used to play for the Blues. So, like, I flew to St. Louis with, like, three guys from our hockey team and this dude and the St. Louis Blues. Your your beer league hockey team. Yeah. And we filmed a video. Uh, Amazing. And So, we had these just super cool guys on our team. And uh, one of the guys, Mike, had been with, I don't know which agency. Secret Service. He was with Secret Service. Was he, that the, the incident I'm thinking of with the boat, was that Secret Service? Yeah, I mean, it was, he was, I think he was detailed to whatever, right? But it yeah. was, that's Secret Service or ATF drug interdiction. It could have yeah. been ATF, yeah. So he, was, he definitely was Secret Service, like worked on George H.W. Bush's detail in Kennebunkport. Uh, but yeah, at some point was with some agency in Miami where they would go get like drug transporters. And he has this story of like being in this unbelievable like, story <laughs> chasing drug dealers like it in like true Miami Vice style, like two super fast boats, like going around out in the ocean outside Miami. And he's like, yeah, we lost him because we like hit a wave like from some boat wake and flipped our boat. And then I was looking down at the water and and I thought, this isn't going to go well. (laughs) It was so dramatic. That guy was So he broke his leg because his boat flipped upside down and just disintegrated. I think it just, it just, it it just splintered. The drug dealers got away. Turned turned into debris. <laughs> Man, I loved him so much. Yeah, yeah. I did a lot of stuff with him. Like great guy. Yeah, we almost had his band play at our wedding. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and he played the guitar. I mean, this is the this is the thing about D.C. that we miss from the Keys is that in D.C. there's all these people who are all doing like a ton of epic shit. Like not just one thing, but like they have a lifetime of like amazing stuff that they have done. And we're not there. We're not connected to that yet in the keys. There may be that too. You know, there may, we just don't haven't quite, you know, reached out or we don't have an equivalent of the hockey league. Yeah. Where we can bond with people. (laughs) Anyway. Okay. So back to our story. All right. So 
There's this boat. Yeah. Off Key Largo. The riding dark, riding dirty. Dark. Obviously, riding dirty. Mm -hmm. Coast Guard sees it. They uh, they put a little boat out to go get it. They try to board, and as they're coming up, the guy throws something off the boat. So <laughs> this is the equivalent of like he threw this like something out of his pocket. Yeah, that's right. Like it's like on, if you're watching cops <laughs> and they're like chasing a car and you see something fly out the window. Yeah. <laughs> oh, stop resisting. Yeah. All right. So eventually they're like, okay, they stopped the boat and then they go retrieve the bag that the dude threw into the water. Is it a baby? It's 36 pounds of cocaine. It's not a baby. It is the largest of square groupers. It is the squarest of groupers. Wait, 36 pounds of cocaine? cocaine. That's high value. I mean, 36 pounds of like pot is yeah. one thing. 36 pounds. pounds of cocaine. That's a half of ink. Yeah. That's a lot of cocaine. It is a lot of cocaine. I don't want to snort half a vink. No, you'd be dead. I didn't, yeah. Yeah. And full of fluff. <laughs> uh, so the guy was charged with possession with intent to distribute, <laughs> charged in the Key West Federal Courthouse and ordered to appear. So there you go. That is not close. Like possession with the intent to distribute starts probably like six ounces or something ridiculous. And this is 30 <laughs> some pounds. <laughs> They're like, it's not a close one, Your Honor. Yeah. Uh, other random stuff. Uh, the Coast Guard did intercept a Cuban flotilla near the Keys, and uh, they're going to send them back, which is too bad. Still today. Yeah. This is January 4th. Wow, Cubans. Uh, they keep you coming. guys, man. It makes me have... so sad that they get close to here, and then they don't make it on land and, and get asylum. So that's too bad. Uh, in yeah. happier news... On New Year's Eve, unfortunately, I didn't make it this year, was the Wiener Dog Parade in Key West, or the Dachshund Parade, if you want to be a little more respectful. Nah, they like being called Wiener Dogs. <laughs> well, the Wiener Dogs, yeah. uh, they have a parade, and it's pretty cool, and I just forgot that it was this year. You weren't here, so. I mean, like, you know, we don't have Wiener Dogs, so it's not like we're competitors we have potential competitors in this race no we weren't going to medal in the event anyway that's true um if you are interested in wiener dogs are kind of dicks anyway <laughs> <laughs> in a good way but like most germans have wiener dogs and they're quick they're quite kind of bitey they're very preemptively bitey because they can't really afford to be kind and gentle and let you <laughs> approach because then they you might they might get eaten. They're it's like a very fine That's line. That's true. They're little. So they're they're a little quicker to just be like, nah, yeah. get off, get off me. So a sadder story. Um, there was a couple from Chicago who came down here for vacation, and uh, they were in Key West and they rented some uh, jet skis, and the dude crashed it into a power pole and he died. Whoa. Yeah. Wait, a jet ski? One of those so things that goes like 60 miles an mm -hmm. hour on the water? Yeah, so it's a guy and his wife oh. are both on it. The guy's 27, oh. the wife is 25. The guy crashed it into a pole. Uh, he died. Like an in-the-water power pole. Yeah. In, oh, so oh, there's a Cement. lot of water. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of power poles Cement. here oh. uh, in the water in... Yeah, when we're smitting. kayaking, it's not as big a deal because we're real slow. Yeah. Oh. No, they just got married. <sighs> Terrible. 
Uh, yeah. Be careful with those things. They're kind of like rockets. Yeah. I guess that was Christmas. Water rockets. That, that happened. So well, that's the updates from the keys. If you want some real, real keys drama, uh, subscribe to Murders in Paradise, which is our true crime podcast on Friday, maybe a day before we're dropping just the most complicated case that we've ever dealt with. It has murder. It has people who survive attempted murders. It has a treehouse. It has police corruption. It has the founder of CrossFit. It's got all kinds of crazy stuff. So Crazy crap. Yeah. Uh, you have a German word of the week for Ugh, us? I don't know. Um, all right. Hit us with a word. Sylvester. Sylvester? Yes, but it's not Sylvester. It's just Sylvester, which is New Year's Eve. Is it spelled the same as Sylvester? Yeah, like the cat, but you know. Really? Less weird. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Why is that the word for New Year's Eve? I don't know. It's not derivative of anything. It's just Sylvester is, is New Year's Eve. And Germans set off big fireworks. Yes, GR Dad sent me a drunken text. <laughs> uh, he was six hours ahead and sent me drunken text at 6 p.m. my time on New Year's Eve of I, them. I also get... A how's, very, your, how's that burn on your finger, dear Dad? Doing okay. I had a lighter instead of matches because it's faster but more dangerous. And also, he's like holding fireworks. He's like, and I kind of waited for him to burn down so then I could throw them up in the air and they'd explode oh, you in gotta, the air. Luftkrepierer. You got to throw them up <laughs> and have them explode in the air. You're or, lucky you didn't lose it. Or ticket. chuck them down gullies like in little... Oh, my God. Like drainage ditches because they go boom it's so good i didn't come on this trip with you it was really good it was really good i'd be like dear dad we need a break no you gotta you gotta (laughs) blow this stuff up germans are big into the fireworks still um and it's not municipal fireworks like on fourth of july Mm -hmm. here this is mostly i don't i don't know that they have municipal ones this is all like private stuff where people just yeah you know, launch crap into the air. Of course, in typical German fashion, the next day you have to sweep your street <laughs> or street or clean off your car or the neighbor's yeah. car that you like covered in paper. I mean, it's a messy, messy process. Mm-hmm. It'd be like the the no-go zone in the National Memorial yeah. for the National Fireworks. It's covered in paper and debris and <laughs> sticks from the fireworks and stuff. It's messy, but at the time, it's really fun. <laughs> you you seemed like you were having a good time. It was good. It is always combined with alcohol. One day, we'll talk about German New Year's. There's like Bleigießen, and there was some little like table fireworks where you could light something, and it would like appear to be like a, a long like worm that would come out of Snakes. Things. We call those snakes. Snakes. We would, of course, come have them coming out of pigs' bottoms because, you know, Gross. Germans. Gross. Well, you know, but they were big, black, snakes. toxic, nasty. They're called snakes. Carbon-based snakes. snakes. When do you have snakes? Fourth of July. You would have them? Snakes, yeah. On the table? Yeah. Oh. And you light them, and then it grows like a big, long snake, oh. you think? See, yeah. we also melted lead. <laughs> Bleigies, and you'd melt the lead and the lumps of lead and then you'd pour it into water and then from the shape you could determine what the year was going to be like oh my god it was good no it the was good most toxic of like well we you could like be turkish and just read the tea leaves or sure it's very like fortune cookie lead. or year. no i no, know no no it's lead 
It was it awesome. Bled. <laughs> but it would like blaggies and it was cool you'd have melting things you'd be, it'd be like forging lead oh it was cool your dad's eyes got real and big put, all him, <laughs> put it in the water and you'd, you'd like you d- divine the future from that mm-hmm. that was a big thing that yeah. was a big thing and then you'd give each other little marzipan pigs gross pigs are good luck marzipan don't you say gross. gross marzipan is gross Fair enough. But pigs are good luck. You wouldn't eat them. You'd just be like, oh, thank you for the pig. The pig usually had a top hat. <laughs> and sometimes the pig had a top hat and a ladder and a little chimney cleaner equipment because chimney cleaner is also a good luck. Huh. Yeah. Not a not a shamrock because that's Irish. Right. We'd have the chimney cleaners. We'll go with the chimney cleaners, but not the shamrock. Interesting. So anyway, Sylvester, New Year's Eve. Okay. Sylvester Fayan. To celebrate New Year's Eve. Oh, okay. Which usually means blow crap up. Blow crap up and get drunk. Get drunk and then blow crap up. Well, that's implied. (laughs) That's a party. All right. Well, thanks everyone for joining us for this typically rambly podcast. I, you're looking at me with this rambliness. I I share in the responsibility of the rambling. Me. How many things do you have to go through today? What, what you were mean? your items? On the podcast? No. Queso and buttercup. How many items did we have? Three? Four? We had like three. Seven. It's, it's all good. That's good. It's all right. All right. Well, until I'm next pleased. week. <laughs> don't bite anyone unless they ask you to. Nah, just don't bite anyone. Bye. Bye. <laughs>